Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today what we're going to do is eight four minute intervals with three minutes rest in between and you can do this at 2k plus five to six pace. And this is a fantastic mid-tier, top end mid-tier workout um, that you can do as a standalone or you can use it as week to session two of the Redux 2K plan. Now with the three minute rest in between, this is gonna certainly be up there intensity wise, but you're only working for four minutes. And if you look at what we did in week one, session two, you'll see that this is just a natural progression in terms of trying to build up the intensity for you. Okay, so it's gonna be a tough workout, but those three minutes rest, don't worry about it, they're gonna <laughs> help you get through it. So as always, we'll start off with a four minute warm up. Now we start off by setting up the drag factor. You can see I'm outside today and I've been smart enough to set up the machine so you can see the, the lever on the drag factor. So drag factor first, if you don't know what drag factor is, please check the video on my YouTube channel. Next up, go to your monitor and set it at eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, the foot strap should cover the bottom lace in your shoe. I'm wearing shoes just for the warm up or for the intro because the grass is wet. Um, or if you're in socks like me, then they just let you set the foot straps to let you bend comfortably forwards at the front. I completely threw my rhythm there by talking about the grass, didn't I? Anyway, right, sunglasses on, because it's another scorchy old day. Four minute warm up. Remember, it's a warm up to so start nice and gentle, just keep moving for the start. 18 strokes a minute in three, two, one, go. <sighs> I always find my intros when I'm outside, I'm always kind of almost whispering because I always think, surely the neighbors can hear me. And if it's not bad enough that the idiot's in the back garden rowing, now he's talking to himself. <laughs> but, you know what? The weather is just stunning. Heat-wise, it's still only about 12 or 13 degrees, but trust me, when you live in Glasgow, you're lucky I don't have my t-shirt off. Don't worry, if, I ever, if you ever find me rowing on one of these with my t-shirt off, feel free to leave a lot of abuse. I'll leave that to the other guy. All right, we're one minute into this warm-up. Hopefully your heart rate's up a little bit. Muscles are easing off. Any stiffness in your back or whatever. Hopefully that's easing off too. And you can just spend a little bit of thought with the push from your legs. Okay, so you're just pushing. That's how you're generating the force into the row is by pushing from the front of the stroke. And just trying to get the timing right as you do that leg drive that the handle picks up the flywheel at the same time. In three, week, three weeks, three strokes time, two more. We'll take one foot out of the foot straps and put it on the ground. 
and just continue rowing. Wasn't quite smart at that time because I had to get my shoe in place in order to keep my socks dry. So you're just continuing to row with just one foot strapped in, helps with compression and flexibility issues. One more here. Get your other foot out. Ooh. <laughs> I see I've slowed right down. And continue rowing. There's just ups and downsides rowing outside. Downside being the grass isn't dry yet. From an entire winter and autumn of rain, so. One more stroke here. And let's put both feet back in, straight legs, and roll with your back and arms. Just swing backwards and forwards over your hips as you're tilting forwards, tilt backwards, forwards, backwards. And I really want it to be a swing of your body over your hips, not a bend and a kind of crumple. I'll talk more about that during the main session. Then let's do the opposite, straight arms, just push out with the legs. What you really need to worry about here is that connection with the flywheel at the front. So this isn't about power. This drill here is all about timing of that foot press and the connection with the flywheel or water wheel or magnet or hamster wheel, whatever you've got in your rowing machine. And that's us all done. Well, for the warm up anyway. Have a quick drink, move up and down the rail and I'll quickly describe one more time what today's session is. Just a quick reminder that these podcasts are taken from the videos that I host on YouTube. If you want to see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check out Row Along on YouTube or head to rowalong.com. Okay then, so today's workout is going to be eight four-minute intervals at 2k plus five to six pace. You might want to sit at the plus six for the first few intervals just to make sure that you're okay to get through this and then maybe when you get to intervals seven and eight you can start to push things. Don't worry about it, this is all going to be down to you and knowing that you can hold the intensity. Remember this is a mid-tier workout so it's supposed to be up there, you're supposed to be experiencing the hardship over the four minute interval and then it'll give you the rest time to then reset ready for the next interval. Now what will happen is you go through all eight intervals of uh, this workout, the, that point of intensity of hardship will get kind of earlier and earlier and you'll have to hold on for longer and longer but that's why we have these rest periods and that's why there's only eight intervals this week rather than ten times three that we did in week one session two if you're following along the 2k plan. All right, so remember it's 28 strokes a minute, so we're gonna be up there from uh, rate-wise. Uh, follow me for stroke rate, either on the video by watching me or on the podcast by listening to the sound of my flywheel. And as always, I will keep you company during the row with tips about technique and probably what I'm gonna to have to eat tonight. Well, it's Friday, so do I even need to tell you? Right, you ready for this? Four minutes, 28 strokes a minute at 2K plus five to six pace in three, two, one. Alright, so finding that stroke rate and pace from the first interval is always interesting. There we go. That took me, what, about six strokes to get both of them locked in, but 
I'm going to sit at 2k plus 6 for the majority of this workout. Need to make sure the body's okay for it. I did session 4 from week 1, which was the 2 minute sprints. Did that a few days ago, but at a lower rate and just felt one of my, felt my right quad go. So I don't want to push things too soon today, just in case. But I'm looking to hold 150, 151 here. But don't worry about my pace, just worry about your own. Remember, it's five or six seconds slower than your average 2,000 meter time. So if you row 2,000 meters in 820, then your average 500 meter pace is 205. So you'd be rowing this at 210, 211. Right, we're past halfway on this first interval. Now, it is gonna feel a bit more intense than last week because of this extra minute and we're not increasing rest time however there's only eight intervals this week as opposed to 10 last week so it all comes out in the wash really but I'm sure if you do the maths you'll probably have a educated guess as to what next week will be remember it's important in a plan to have a sense of progression and take you through tougher workouts in order to get faster. It's no point just powering along at the same pace and intensity for four weeks. This will make you faster and able to hold that pace for longer. Two strokes, last one. There we go. Suddenly a cloud of midges flew through my vision there. Can't be midges season already. Maybe my little badger 
will scare them all away. Uh, still no name for the badger yet. I'll wait for a few replies before we christen him. But I don't think I need him today, to be honest. There's not a breath of wind in the, in the air at all. You can actually feel proper heat from the sun. I've said it before, but it really is nice, that transition between that kind of winter, spring, where the sun's just about light. And then suddenly a corner gets turned and the sun ends up being about heat instead. Oh, not instead, but as well. It's lovely. I really am a creature of the heat and the sun. I did miss not getting on a decent summer holiday last year, but hey, nobody did. I was dangerously close to talking about things that will massively date these videos. I'm not gonna, it's kind of, this time round for the 2K plan, I wanna make sure it's relatively timeless. Fair enough, I'm talking about it being March, there's not that kind of side of things, but the last one was firmly in the middle of the COVID lockdown, the first one. And so quite a lot of the things I was talking about with like the impacts, not like all the time, I'm not trying to scare you away from that plan, but it's things like the stupid haircut I had, that kind of impact, not oh, the economical impacts of COVID. But this time around, I can talk about it in reference, as in, it's been interesting to see losing all the weight that I put on through COVID, but I'm not gonna, yeah, you get what I mean. I'm still whispering. I'm still worried that people are listening in. What if they are? The neighbors are only new. <laughs> uh, well, set out my stall early. Right, 30 seconds to go. Now, if you want to do rolling starts for this, start rolling with about 10 seconds to go and that gets the flywheel moving and it means that that first stroke isn't all getting sent and that's quite often through your lower back. It's your choice, depends how you set the monitor up and things, whether you're able to roll with that 10 seconds to go. But start now if you want to. I'm gonna wait until I hit zero, which is in five, four, three, two, one, go. <clears throat> Same thing again, interval two. It's interesting how last time round it took me five or six strokes to get up to pace and stroke rate. Whereas this time round I was there within two. And that is a great example of neuroplasticity. <laughs> John's been reading books, word of the day, toilet paper. <laughs> no. Just having done it in the first interval and setting up that rhythm, it's like your brain and body just want to pick up where it left off, which is one of the reasons I don't really like doing light rowing in the rest periods as I feel that not only is that risking draining energy, but also kind of gets in the way of 
grinding in the rhythm of rowing at slightly higher stroke rates. Because if you're not used to rowing up at 28, you want to give your body all the chance you can to learn about it and to embed it into your brain and muscles. Halfway there. Should be, like I said in the intro, it's a tough workout, but certainly not until interval seven and eight should you feel it tipping the balance of manageable to then hanging on for dear life. Again, not wanting to toot my own trumpet, but I'm rowing this at the same relative pace as you holding 2k plus 6 and I'm talking the whole way through so if I can row this and talk to you at the same time then I have no doubts in your ability to be able to row it and concentrating on just taking in oxygen and blowing out CO2 and not worrying about trying to talk at the same time. Alright, almost there. We've got three more in us. Three, two, one. Good job. See, like I say, these intervals take you up to an intense hardship place, but they then release you to recover for three minutes. And that's the point. We could do this with two minute rests, but that would put it into the top tier, like the hardest effort workouts that we have. Remember, it's probably a bit late to be saying this, but the bottom, mid and top tier that I have, how I label these workouts aren't like bottom for new rowers, mid for kind of experience and top for serious rowers. It's not that. Any rower does all three of the bottom, mid and top. It's the intensity and effort level of the workout that it's describing, not your experience. So the bottom tier ones are slower, longer, foundation building, fitness building, and let's face it, calorie burning. Uh, fitness workouts, develop your engine, they make you fitter, able to row for longer. 
these mid ones are about exposing you to hardship without destroying you so they kind of take you up and then back down again uh, and then the top tier ones they're the ones that you tend to be sprinting in that they're the real short sharp efforts like the two minutes on uh, what was the two minutes on three minutes off we did yeah so that's really short sharp effort really fast 2k pace but then enough recovery to allow you to do it again which is kind of that's kind of the point of a high intensity interval training is to give yourself enough recovery to be able to hit that high intensity again as opposed to doing something like a Tabata which is 20 seconds on 10 seconds off which doesn't give you the recovery to go as fast the next time so that's more of a high intensity steady state because you're just purring along at a steady state not able to go any faster if anything you're kind of shelving downwards in terms of the intensity By the way, if you see one of my cats behind me eating grass, could you tell me? I can hear her shouting somewhere. And that's normally the shout that she makes when she's about to throw up everywhere, so. But I can't see her, that's worrying. Oh no, this mournful cry. Uh, doors open, they'll probably go in the house and find a nice. Anyway, how delightful. Right, 15 seconds to go if you're gonna start doing rolling starts before the next interval, and I suggest you start going now. Otherwise, let's hit zero in five, four, three, two, one, go. Right, I think it's probably about time on interval three that I discuss the importance of technique just to try and lock you back in in case fatigue is set in. So at this stage, when you start to get just a little bit tired, a little frayed on the edges, that the focus and consistency of technique can start to drip away a bit. So, first things first, we've discussed that the power comes from a leg push, okay? So you push from the front with your legs. And then you're aiming to get the timing of that leg push to happen. At the same time, the handle and chain connects with the flywheel or water wheel, etc. And that lets the power efficiently and maximally, is that a word? Maximally? Uh, whatever. Go into the machine. However, it's important at that point of connection that you keep your arms straight so as you come forwards straight and relaxed your palms nice and open fingers 
like hooks over the handle so you're not choking it to death you're just hanging off the handle letting the power transfer which is why you don't bend your arms too soon because if you do you're fighting that power transfer and it must be said if you feel you have to bend and pull with your arms there's a good chance your drag factor is set too high so nice straight arms and it's only at the back of the stroke that you finally pull in with your arms and that's important to pull and finish strong at the back of the stroke so don't pull from the front but pull here at the back two strokes one more amazing how quickly time flies when you start to just think about technique isn't it three down five to go so yes that's what today's t-shirt says push rock pull recover and it's kind of a it's taking the push don't pull thing and leaving that to one side because man I've said this before so we're broken record but that don't pull is a really dangerous cue because what's telling you is don't pull is that it's all from the legs and that you don't actually need to pull but the truth is you do need to pull you still got to finish nice and strong to get that last bit of power out so rather than saying push don't pull uh, this is where the t-shirt says push with the legs and then you rock over your hips with your back which I'll talk about in the next interval but you go from that 1 o'clock to the 11 o'clock and then as you do that swing that's when you then pull in nice and powerfully with your arms now the power you put in through your arms is usually quite proportional to the stroke rate you're working at you're kind of, you're not it's, it's all about flow, it's about rhythm of motion so you don't kind of go with that swinging in jerk in really fast, it's all from swing, pull, in, out it's like Tai Chi, you're flowing from stage to stage and that's sometimes one of the trickiest things for people to pick up is this idea of flow transferring force from bit to bit grasshopper should be in the next series of Cobra Kai, shouldn't it? I could get into the dojo with a kilt on or something that's why, notice I've got the double skin shorts on today it's going to be my poor little quad oh. Ray-Bans are all very good to row in because they're nice and light but I do tend to gather the moisture coming off my face 
we go. Oh, this is so nice. Oh, this could actually be summer for us. It'll just, like tomorrow, it'll just go and rain and that'll be it. Rain until December. I still got to try and sort out my grass as well. So I'm back to the dad chat, back to my lawn. <laughs> okay, 15 seconds to go. If you're gonna do rolling starts, get yourself prepared. Because you can start now with 10 seconds to go. Make sure and time it right so that we all start at zero together. Just coming up in five, four, three, two, one. Go. Interval four. After this one, it's all downhill again in terms of coming into a finish line. Not downhill as in, oh, my life has gone downhill. That's not the point. You can see the finish line in sight after this one. Which is sometimes when it's easier to get the wind in your fur. Which basically just means you get a bit, ooh, I can go fast now. Which is good, but don't go so fast that you can't complete the session. It's important that you do the full 32 minutes. And I mean, this session plays in really nicely to your 5K training as well. If ever you're looking for something to spice up the 5K plan, load this one up. So, your back. Primarily, you want to think about leaning in to the front of the machine to a one o'clock position. Got that right this time. Got the camera on the right side of me. So you lean forwards and then with your arms straight, you hold that forward lean as you push and drive back with the legs. And really try to focus on holding that forward lean and straight arms until run about halfway through the leg drive and once you're halfway that is when you transition from your forward lean and you swing your body over your hips into an 11 o'clock position at the back of the machine and that body rock is what kicks off that arm pull that we discussed 
in the last interval. It really is vital to hold that forward lean at the drive, to let the power that comes from swinging your body, let that be added into the stroke power. All right, how many? Two more? I'm gonna try one more. No. Ooh, we're halfway there. It's Bon Jovi time. Oh, so certainly in terms of intensity, you should feel that as we go through interval to interval, it does get a little bit tougher each time. Uh, I finished that one at 90% of my erg zone max heart rate. I qualify that because Ergzone quite rightly thinks my max heart rate is 174 because I've not been over that on a rowing machine. However, I have been up to 183 on the bike when doing Zwift. I don't like going outside. I prefer indoor rower, even though I'm outside, but garden still counts as inside. And Zwift on the turbo trainer in the studio as well, and then a ski erg as well. It's all about me not going anywhere. I don't want to go skiing. Ugh. I don't particularly have interest in rowing in the water at this stage. I'm quite happy on a rowing machine. But I used to be a cyclist. I used to get up at four in the morning and go out for like five hour bike rides and things. But weirdly, once the kids came along, I got this kind of sense of my own mortality and that being out on a bike in the Scottish Trossachs and being hit by a car and left for dead. <laughs> Obviously catastrophizing exactly what could happen, but, um, or even just the fact that I work for myself. And so if I got knocked off the bike and broke an arm and then couldn't work, the impact of that. So I just kind of thought, and it'd run about that time that I started to fall in love with rowing, which actually, if you watched week two, session one, this redux plan you'll have got to certain points in my rowing life history because that's how I started so I started doing with week two session one was actually just kind of saying you know what it's a 40 minute row we can spend time together so I'm going to tell you the tell you how I got into rowing and all this and just talk a little bit about it just rather otherwise it's just all me talking about technique and Van Halen and dead mouse and dinner plans which is important <laughs> well the technique but over a 40 minute row, once you've got the technique locked in, you really just need to be able to have the motivation to continue going. So me telling you a bedtime story, could be that. Okay, 10 seconds to go, so start your rolling start if you wish to. We're starting in five, four, three, two, one, go. And certainly these three minute rests are helping me recover. Heart rate was 165 when I finished the last interval, and then it was down at 75 
as we started this one. So it's just enough time from a cardio point of view to recover, but what's going to happen is the muscle tool, the power tool, as we go through the next four intervals, will kind of overtake that. So the fatigue will happen sooner. Might not happen. You might be breezing through this, complaining that I made it too easy. <laughs> I don't think so. Remember though, you need to be sensible about your training structure. You'll notice my plan always goes bottom, mid, bottom, top, bottom, mid, etc. etc. You always follow any rowing at an intense level with a bottom tier recovery fitness row in order to let your body recover and repair but still letting you row and giving you fitness benefits. I mean, you could do a month of mids or even a month of top, but you'll likely find your performance will drop off and suffer because you're not allowing your body to recover. And you could also injure yourself because you're not letting your body repair and heal after the intensity of sessions like this. Okay, 30 seconds to go. Concentrate on straight arms and pushing with your feet. Push that machine away from you. Five, four, three, two, one. Whew. 166. 93% heart. I would change Erg Zones max to 183. 
funny, so I have to, or I can stop qualifying it for you every time I talk about it, but actually do wonder whether 174 actually is my rowing max that just due to my physical makeup or let's face it downfallings or lackings that I don't have the power in my system to be able to take me up higher whereas cycling because it's all just legs you can kind of put in loads more power as long as you've got the fitness of course and then therefore it took my heart rate up but it's also the body position because you're I'm hunkered over on a bike whereas I'm more up here and kind of on the bike if I sit up I find my heart rate goes through the roof so there must be literally a physical mechanical thing about heart having to pump the blood up and down and round and round whereas on a bike hunkered over doesn't have as much gravity to fight against who knows answers on a postcard somebody who actually knows this stuff let me know why my heart rate goes higher on a bike than it does on a rowing machine well the truth is anyway I don't really train to heart rate zones I train on this kind of effort the 2k plus 5 6 thing I like looking at heart rate from recovery just to see from interval to interval how well my body's recovering whether it means it's taking more of a toll but I don't really do the UT1, UT2 and TUR and all the other ones um, not because I don't agree with them it's just, just it's not the way I started training I'd always train from a kind of a 2k plus or 2k minus if I'm sprinting kind of point of view so it's just something I've never really been across maybe the next plan I do should all be based on that on heart rate zones good idea thank you thanks I appreciate that it's good to have you here you can give me these kind of ideas okay so heart rate down to 75 again might just duck down a little bit I don't know before the start of this one but basically I've recovered I think I've got 74 recovered just as much as I had in the last interval even though the interval itself felt a little bit tougher 10 seconds to go start your rolling start if you wish to five four three two one go now back to technique this is a good time to address posture because once again this is the point where fatigue can really start to damage technique and really damage your posture because you're starting to get tired and you can't quite hold the body position so I've said about leaning in and leaning back but I didn't quite stress that that lean comes from pivoting forwards and backwards over your hips so it's not about crumpling your upper or lower back like Gollum it's about hinging forwards and backwards 
And what that allows is for you to keep a powerful posture. Certainly at the front where it's important that you're powerful embraced at the front to allow the power to transfer through your body and into the machine. But it's just as important to be powerful at the back of the stroke so that you can just rock over your hips keeping that hip tilt going from forward to back because what you don't want to do is at the back slump so that your hips roll backwards and your tailbone tucks under you because once that happens it's really hard to get back up into this hips forwards position sitting up powerfully on your sit bones 30 seconds to go so really concentrate on just pivoting over your hips with a braced core at both ends and a powerful back four three two one oh that was tougher yeah 95% finish so higher heart rate Only two more intervals to go though, so I'd have to hope it might get up to say 98 of my erg zone max, but I'd have to hope I wouldn't hit 100. Ooh. The good news is only two intervals to go, isn't it? Like I said, if you're feeling that this isn't digging in as much as it is for me, for instance, then these last two, maybe certainly at least consider 2k plus 5 if you haven't already. Maybe try plus 4 on the next one, and if it's still not doing it for you, then 2k plus 2 or 3 for the last one should, inverted commas, should see you off. <laughs> Remember the point is this, it's meant to keep you at a mid-tier, it's not meant to go into the top. You're not meant to want to lie on the ground afterwards, okay? We reserve that feeling for a top-tier workout.
put in everything from either your muscles or from cardio or more preferably both. At the end of those sessions you're completely tapped out from a cardio point of view and you're completely tapped out from a muscle point of view which when you're doing a 500 meter, a 2k, a 5k, 10k, whatever kind of time trial you're doing, that's the point. If you've left anything in your muscles or in your cardio system, you haven't put everything into your time trial. Sounds quite destructive, doesn't it? But your body knows. And I remember someone telling me, don't worry, you'll black out before you die. It's very reassuring, thank you. It's true. You'll start to, once you get to a point where it's too much for your body, you'll kind of get that tunnel closing thing. It's a warning sign, it's basically as the blood goes away from your eyes, I think. Again, answers on the postcard, I ain't no doctor. Um, yeah, so you'll, you'll black out before you die. Just make sure someone writes down your time. <laughs> That's a very good photo, just search Google for that. If I collapse, make sure and take a note of my time. Okay, coming up for 15 seconds to go, so get yourself ready if you're doing rolling starts. Interval seven coming up, just got two more of these and then we're all done. 10 seconds, start your rolling start. Get that posture right before we start. Five, four, three, two, one, go. And that was a little throwaway at the end there, but it's true. I find one of the great benefits of interval-based workouts like these is that every time you stop as you come to start the next interval it's like hitting reboot on your computer you get a chance to reset things like posture and breathing patterns and all that kind of stuff And fair enough, if you're either not used to it, oh, son, come back. If you're not used to it, or if you're getting fatigued, thank you, son, then that posture and breathing can fall away quite quickly, but even if you can hold it for the first minute then you're holding it for a minute that you wouldn't otherwise have held it for and then next time maybe you can hold it for a minute and a half And then two minutes, yada yada. We're training here. It's like fishing. You don't call it catching, you call it fishing. It's the same with this. We are training to get better, be that from 
getting fitter, faster or stronger or just using rows as a chance to work on and refine technique so that when it comes to doing those time trials you have more of a chance of getting through that time trial with good technique for as long as possible otherwise we'd all just climb on a rowing machine row 2k and then walk away saying oh well that's my 2k time almost there five four three two one ah. 96% that's from a motivation point of view when people comment on any of the videos on YouTube or in the Facebook group and say how they find it tough couldn't get through it couldn't hit the rhythm or didn't have the flow or whatever I'm very quick to say don't worry about it the very fact that you recognise all of that is half the battle if you just climbed on rode poorly and then went I've got absolutely no idea why that happened that would be a bit of an issue but if you come off and say I just didn't feel like I had the rhythm or couldn't hit stroke rate or just couldn't hit my pace if nothing else, it showed that you cared enough that you wanted to be able to do it at the right pace. I mean, it sounds... It's like I used to always say about DJing. Every night before I went up and did a DJ set, I'd always feel that kind of excited nervousness. And it's because I didn't want to make an error. But it's because I really wanted to go out and play music and entertain people. And it was that kind of... It's tainted with the don't pick the wrong song, don't beat match wrong or whatever. So the fact that I cared enough to be nervous meant it was good because I cared enough but the moment you sit down and it becomes just a uh, it's a function of what you have to do instead of it being something that you want to improve on that's when you need to kind of address why you're training and all that kind of stuff so if you have a bad day the fact that you're labeling it a bad day and not just I suck at rowing I'm going to stop is good because it shows that you want to come back with renewed vigor and next time around do better and whatever so can you believe I just spoke about that for two minutes? Nice to drop in it, DJ. Oh. Right, so last one coming up. You don't have to go faster on this one. Remember, the point of this is that it's a mid-tier workout, so if you're feeling 
that it's all up there at the pace you're doing already and that going any faster would tip it over into suddenly it's a top tier and you're going to end up having to lie on the ground afterwards do not push this one only if you feel that you're at the bottom if that's the mid-tier range if you're down here instead of up there and you want to just push a little bit push a little bit as long as you stay within the world of a mid-tier workout ah. right 15 seconds to go now get mentally prepared for this four more minutes and then we're we'll do a cool down and we're done all right do your rolling starts going in five four three two one go last one come on this is your chance to try and just bed in technique at high intensity it's a chance to hold on to this high intensity and know that you can manage it when it comes to your time trials that you can experience this level of hardship and that you know you don't have to give in I'm hoping none of the intervals today did you get to a point where you thought you couldn't continue probably got to a point when you didn't want to continue but there's a difference between being glad it's over because you were beginning to find it tough or having to make sure it's over because you can't keep going I figure at this stage I could probably plough on for another two minutes past the stopping time and maybe that would be when I'd have to stop but I still have that margin in me and that is the best description of how this is a mid-tier here comes a helicopter to rescue me let it go by now concentrate on getting that handle in and then out at the same pace you brought it in at get it over your knees before you bend your knees so hands away hands body hands body hands body knees and then that bending of the knees should help you 
effortlessly slide to the front of the machine with nice straight relaxed arms ready for the next stroke 20 seconds to go we're almost there hang on stay with me five four three two one well done like I say you'll probably have welcomed the stop but you probably didn't need it as such right. so let me find my two minute cooldown where are you? there you are Have a quick drink while you calm your breathing. Two minute cool down at 18 strokes a minute again. In three, two, one, go. Ooh. Don't worry about pace. All I want you to do is connect with your feet, connect with your arms just enough that you have to feel some tension from the power albeit not much power but just that kind of little bit of force you're putting in it's just enough to keep the muscles pumping get the blood circulating while your heart rate eases down I mean, pace-wise, I'm actually at 2k plus 35 right now, so a little bit gentler. Yeah, gentler, that's a word. <laughs> Having used neuroplasticity earlier on in the row, you'd think I'd know if there was such a word as gentler or not. So I hope you enjoyed that and I don't know whether everyone's doing these as part of the 2k redux or if you are doing them as a standalone I'm hoping some people are I don't want people to be put off rows like this thinking they have to do it as part of the plan because I hope you'll agree any day of the week if you're recovered enough if you strapped in and rode today's session you're going to get one heck of a workout from it I know I did I know I am looking forward to this evening's dinner which regular row alongers yes that's what I'm calling you for one of the better words row alongers regular ones will know that Friday night in the row along house is spaghetti night much to the hilarity of some people some people's wives and things but anyway, so spaghetti Fridays always look forward to them <laughs> my wife's just popped out of the corner she's not coming into shot 
Say hello. <laughs> right, thank you so much for doing this one. I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave me a comment and whatever. And do the whole subscribe and bell notification. Check out Facebook and blah. Anyway, I'm obviously feeling all embarrassed now because Julie's there watching me. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for coming along, doing this one. Hope to see you in the next video. Remember and check out any of the 180 odd videos I've already got up there. Uh, leave me a comment, say hello, all that stuff. Hashtag for today, if you got to the end, is going to be fishing because of my little fishing analogy. Have a great day, stay safe, be well. Bye bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.